Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today, we have The Old Youth. The Old Youth is an alternative rock band out of South Florida. I fell absolutely in love with each one of these guys while I sat down and got to know them. They are so fun to talk to and super funny as well. Their music just brings me back to the days when I actually enjoyed listening to music on the radio. I can't wait to see what happens with this band. They're definitely one of those ones you want to watch out for. Such great talent. Go follow them on Instagram and go listen to their EP on Spotify. I had such a great time. All right, so hello, you guys. We have the old youth here, and I want everybody to go through and introduce yourselves so everybody knows who you are and what you do in the band. My name is Ant, and I play the fat bass. <laughs> um, I'm Oscar, and I play the unnecessary guitar. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm Pablo, and I sometimes play guitar and sing. Okay. Sometimes sing? We hope that he doesn't sometimes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Carlos. I play the drums. The drums. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm very excited to talk to you guys tonight. Um, For people that have not ever heard of you guys, how would you describe your music? It's something. It's, it's something really good. Do with your ears. Yeah. Doing like a comedy set. Right <laughs> I would say it's like, um, I mean, our first EP, like the first like four songs that you could actually hear on Spotify right now. Okay. Shameless plug. But um, it's more of I would say grunge and like post grunge, like Queens of the Stone Age type stuff. Okay. Then some, I would guess, like some modern shoegaze here and there, and then. If you were just to put it in like one circle, it would just be alt rock, alternative rock. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go kind of out of order of what I have written. Um, have you guys ever heard? Well, has your singer ever heard that you sound exactly like Gavin Rosdale? Uh, yes, Gavin Rosdale. Have you've heard that? People have told you that. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> no, you do. I the singer of Push. Huh? The singer of Bush. No way. Okay. Yes, exactly. Every single song when I was listening to your EP, I was like, oh my God, he sounds exactly like Gavin Rosdale. Really? Yes. And then I would listen to another song to try to erase the thought of you sounding like Gavin Rosdale. And I was like, no, he definitely sounds like Gavin Rosdale. What? And you haven't heard that before? I haven't. I haven't. That's cool. I don't know. That's cool. Usually it's like, Incubus. I forgot the guy from uh, what was his name? Uh, Brandon something. Yeah. So it that could be, but I'm not super familiar. They weren't like a band that I really liked right. too much, so it's usually, possible. Usually I'm going to listen to it Incubus, after. It's usually the Queens of the Stone Age. Um, I forgot yeah, the singer. I'm so bad with names, Josh but yeah. What? Josh Homie. Josh Homie? Yeah. Uh, but never, never the guy from Bush. Yeah. That's the first time. Yeah, that's a comedy. Yeah, no. 
now that now that's all you're gonna hear is um Gavin Rosdale. That's it. Okay. I'm, I'm going go to turn the phone off this because. For real, you need to. Yep. All right. So, what first got you guys into music? How long have you guys been together? We've been um, a band since like 2019. Okay. Out of college. Yeah. yeah. Well, like while we were in college. I mean, I feel like when we first like wrote songs that like, okay, we actually sound like something. Instead of just being like right. some weird dudes trying to play covers, when we actually wrote like our first songs was like 2019. What are the covers that you would typically play when you did play covers? A lot of like Red Hot Chili Peppers, especially since me yes. and Anthony have been like um, playing like just drum and bass music for so long. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we started with, and then it just evolved into like early 90s grunge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we did like silver Springs chair. Brings you back to Bush. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so we just—that's literally what we would cover, and that was like, I guess, our inspiration for like the first few batches of songs that we've played together. Okay. Yeah. So I love the Chili Peppers. They were like my band back in. The, it was the Chili Peppers and Smashing Pumpkins, a Pearl Jam. They were my bands back in the day. I think we covered, them. and they like, still are. I still the love them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. those artists. Yeah. 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 We did even flow. Yeah. And we did zero. zero. Yeah, cool. But we did something really cool with zero. I feel like we should make our own cover of that. Like actually. We kind of we took more inspiration off like uh took more inspiration off the zero by Vanna because uh huh. it's it kinda goes a lot harder for some reason. Actually for every reason, so sorry. But uh yeah. <laughs> so we wanna maybe try to do something like that. And that's kind of what the new stuff is gonna be as well. Uh, a lot of the new stuff huh. is gonna be a lot harder. Um, stuff that you can maybe punch somebody in the face to, but also oh, like okay, lay down good. in your bed and cry. Okay. Yes. Well, Dynamic. That's exactly what I'm looking to listen to. <laughs> Thank you. I'd like to, I don't know if you saw my shirt. I don't know if it was because for those that are watching or listening and also is in dirty rivals and yeah. I, was I wearing my shirt that said, I drink wine because punching people is frowned upon. I think you were wearing but, a quirky shirt like that, and I definitely laughed. Yeah, I probably was. I probably was. So, yeah, so I understand the punching and the crying. Thank yes. you. So, anyhow, okay, so um, you guys have been together since 2019. Tell me about your songwriting processes. Like, like you have your EP out now, um, and I listened to it, and the song Live It. Who wrote that? All of us. All of you? What it's, is it about? I really, really loved that song. That was my favorite on the EP. Yeah, probably the thing that makes that song, like, shine is uh, probably, like, the vocal melody, just how catchy it is, and then, like, the mm-hmm. obviously the guitar riff. Um, but our songwriting process is very, like, collaborative, and it kind of, like, hurts us in some ways because, like, we can only write music when we're all together. And sometimes that's very oh, really? hard to get us all together, yeah. Like, when we write, like, none of us have, like, written, like, a whole song and be like, okay, this is it. It's really, like, okay, right. I have this riff, eight bars, I have no idea what to do with it. And then we all get together and we do something and we make something out of it. But, yeah, it's Who super Who writes the lyrics? I do. I write the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what is Livid about? Um, Livid 
No, it's it's like it's like it's just about I guess like that window from like I guess like I don't know eighteen to like twenty. It, uh-huh. Like it just like I met so many like different people and I was like in the band and stuff and I was just like it's a very like transitional phase for me. Yeah. So livid was just like I found a way to be like content with like my life. Right. And like in the song, I guess I say like I want to hold on to that feeling. Um and it's just like the feeling of like I don't know, embracing life and right. like taking like all the blows and stuff and I don't know, like just loving whatever it is that I do and stuff. Like no, like just being content with like the highs and the lows, I guess. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, I that's it's also about what... doing hardcore drugs. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What the hell? Yes. A lot of <laughs> A lot of play the weeding. Oh Lord. What are we gonna do with you guys? <laughs> you know you're talking to the stage mom, right? <laughs> yes. I have to have somebody to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what are your guys' personal favorites on the EP? Um, my favorite, I think, has to be Blue Light. Um, I think I was the one that mainly wrote the, like, the main instrumental for Blue Light. Um, like, just the guitars and the bass and stuff. And, um, to me, when I was writing it, I was kind of also going, I was going through, like, a lot of, uh, just like very emotional stuff with my life, uh, my personal life, you know, romantically and with my family and stuff. And um, I feel like maybe you can almost hear it in the music, like how drastic one part is like uh, into like the next part of the song, like just, you know, right off the bat from the intro into the first verse is like um, kind of reflective of like how things can change at a, at a moment's notice. Um, yeah, so I really like Blue Life for that reason. It's very, like, when I when I listen to that song, I can remember, like, specific moments in my life that I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> but it's good. Brings you back I to really it. Like it. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the yeah. best and the worst. Those ways. are good songs, though. Those are so good. When you, when you have a song where you're, like, brought back, it's like you know you did something good. What about you? All right, so I actually joined the band kind of late. Like when okay. I joined the band, they had already uh, written all these songs on the EP, actually. Okay. Um, oh, well, you only play a little bit of guitar, so. Hello? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, I actually, it's almost been a year, actually, since I joined the band. Has it been that long? Okay. It was like July of last year, around there. Well, yeah, like July, August, like around there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, mainly what I did is I'm really good at, I'm not very good at like compiling ideas to make like a structure, although like, okay. I'll do it. like I'm a, I'm a composition major at FIU. So it's like what I have to do. Oh, okay. And nice. Mainly, mainly where I think I shine is when I get to add layers to songs. Okay. So like, for instance, like I really like, uh, not my place because okay. if you listen to the single and the EP version, the EP version has a lot more layers on it that I like added with Carlos, like when we, when I recorded my parts, so like it has acoustic guitars, it'll have like two clean guitars at the same time. 
it'll have like many distorted guitars doing different things. So I mean, mainly that's kind of like what I focused on when I when I got into the band. So yeah, that now my place is probably my favorite. Also, I, I really okay. like the melody, um, and I really like the way it builds up and like how it's very it has very like contrasting structure. And I feel like it's also like the 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 most grungy one on the EP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, especially like when they when they do the vocal harmony, kind of sounds like Alice in Chains. Yeah, so cool. I love Alice in Chains. Yes, if you don't know about Oscar, he's also in Bloom Dream, a very beautiful local band with beautiful. Oh no! Men. Yes, no, I do like Bloom Dream. Yes. Yay. Yeah, we stole him from Bloom Dream. He's not one of us. <laughs> no longer. So let me Dream. ask you about Ant. Was Ant stolen from? Well, no, actually, you Dirty Rivals stole you. Yeah. Okay. They haven't stolen him from us. He's still no, no, he's still here. Yeah, he's borrowing them. They're yeah. they're borrowing him. Yeah, yeah. It, it's more it's more of like a loan. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Give them back, yeah. we'll take back more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Are they paying rent? Um. But yeah. You want to give you them need to charge rent? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right? Bring him back nicer than he was before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, my favorite song is Conquistador, just because, okay. like, that was, like, my first, like, real try at, like, writing anything, and I okay. remember I wrote my, like, riff, and I was so excited that I, like, FaceTimed Carlos, <laughs> like, as soon as I finished it, and I was, like, just so excited to get some feedback, and the fact that it became, like, a song, it was, it's just, like, it's cool that we actually, like, did that, and... I don't know, that riff just, like, brings right. me back to that, like, time. So, yeah, yeah. So it's really cool. Very nostalgic and stuff. My favorite song would be, I guess, Blue Light. Oh, I, technically, I do hate all of them. But um, <laughs> my favorite, the one that I hate the least would be Blue Light. And I say that because... Um, I'm the one that like does all the recording, mixing, and mastering on that EP. So okay, I've heard all awesome. Things, like, probably like a thousand times. Um, and I know every little thing about all of these songs. Um, Blue Light, I would say, is the one I hate the least because um, as far as like my mixing and mastering career, that could be like a little trophy that I have for myself. Like you listen to right, that song, right. I feel like I nailed the guitars. I feel like the drums came out amazing. I came out, I feel like, especially like the really like loud parts came uh -huh. out super nice and super impactful. Um, and as far as like the harmonies and the vocals, like, I, I feel like I did everything right in that song. Right. Um, um, yeah, and that's why I like it. And it's Let me very ask you a question since you do the mixing and the mastering. Do mm -hmm. you feel like every single song needs to be mastered? The way that I, the, my process is, is that I mix, I master while I mix. Okay. So it's, I kind of feel, I kind of feel that way, but I've also learned the, especially because um, Livid, we, when we released it as a single, um, mm -hmm. we sent it out to someone else to master it and they came back. Um, and I realized the power of actually like mastering where it's like mastering isn't really just like saying it to someone to make it louder. It's basically huh. a second opinion on your song and someone bringing out okay. things of your song that you might not see. 
And it's a very healthy way of doing music because sometimes when you do the mixing and mastering part with the same, like, uh, all in one way, like, you get really, like, tunnel visioned. And right. you don't let, like, the song kind of breathe, I guess. So it's really good to get, like, a second opinion and someone to be like, oh, hey, there's actually, like, this part here that's kind of weird. You should take right. that out and then bring that up or whatever, you know? But it's a, yeah, no, I feel that's like a good a way to look at it. Part. Yeah. Right. Right. So how did you guys all meet? Do you guys go to school together or how did you meet? Can I, can I, uh, let me, let me, yeah, let me tell the story of me and Anthony. Me and okay. Anthony. We love each other very much. Yeah. Me, this is, this is my first husband. Um, <laughs> we met in high school. He came into, uh, he joined my high school in my uh, sophomore year, which was his okay. junior year of high school. And we pretty much were just like friends the entire way. Then um, mm-hmm. he played the flute and we were both in band. I played drums, obviously. He played the flute right. first. Um, and then he decided to play bass for some reason. And then we were both like, yo. Well, like, because that's a much jam. tougher instrument. Yeah. We, um, we decided to jam and we just kept jamming throughout high school. And then um, I guess like out of college, we we're just like, we really would like want to try to be in like a band trying to do like put out some type of music. Yeah. And we had yeah. a couple of like friends from high school, like jam, like we would jam like other guitars and stuff and nothing really like came out of it. And then that's where we met Pablo. Okay. But I've, do you want to say yeah, your, your piece it. first? Yeah. Yeah. So, so right after I got out of high school, um, I was like, <laughs> super intrigued by the idea of joining a band and like just pursuing that because like i don't know i just like i fell in love with like that whole like thing and i kind of like put it out into the world you know and i got a job at old navy and i met this guy like at that job like right after that time period and then no wait wait i have to actually interject his girlfriend at the time like uh, she, I I worked with his girlfriend at Old Navy, and she was like, she knew that I played like drums, and I was like in uh-huh. like whatever some type of band, and then she was like, oh, you should take you should talk to my boyfriend, um, which was him. I'll give you his <laughs> number or whatever, or um, uh, he'll he'll text you or whatever, and then he texted me one day, and he was like, oh yeah, like I forgot what it was like. You were trying to join a band. I'm yeah. like, what do you listen to? And he gave me like all of his inspirations, and I just like never texted him back. Yeah, he ghosted me. This man oh, never no. texted me back. So at Old Navy, when I saw him, I was like, "Yo, why didn't you text me back? Let's get a band going." And oh, that's and yeah, funny. so so I forced my way into his life, and and then, and then he introduced say, me to Ant. I will say, like, from texting, from being just like this other chick's like boyfriend like and then to uh-huh. meeting him in real life and like talking to him and like okay this guy's like kind of cool whatever and then i was just like i just spoke to anthony i'm like yeah we're looking for a guitarist and this guy says he can sing uh <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's have a jam he sucked at guitar oh, oh. my goodness <laughs> but also also uh-huh. we just had like like really different uh skill levels um, uh-huh 
And it was just, oh my god, it's so funny because we were we would try to write like a song one time, and, and I'm like, I'm like, it's so easy. All you gotta do is this, and I play like a riff, and it, and he's just like, huh? Like, you have no idea how like doo doo I was at like playing guitar. Like, you have no idea. How long had you been playing was, guitar at that time? That was his first year playing. Yeah, like. So oh, no. I had, I um so I went to like a conservatory when I was like nine, but like I forgot everything like like oh absolutely God. everything. So it was like restarting from zero, right? And um, I played a lot of Wonderwall, so so you can just <laughs> yeah. like you know Something. do with that what you will. <laughs> um, he was so bad, man. But and I was t- so we had like a jam session with him, and me and Carlos were like, "Yo, this guy sucks, man." But oh, no. we're gonna we're gonna grow with him. Like he's a cool guy, and <laughs> I like this guy. He has cool vibes, and he also Pablo was like super super buff at the time, and I was like, "Oh my god, he literally looked like a crappy <laughs> bird." Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I think the main thing with like Pablo was just like like we knew that he was just like. Like he just he just started playing guitar, but we we're like huh. I I knew him from work, and he was a cool uh-huh. dude. He doesn't seem like a um, like a doo doo head. Uh-huh. Yeah, like a felon <laughs> or just some guy that's just gonna like quit or just like not take it seriously. And so we we're like, yeah, this is you know, at least he can be a friend, you know. Right. And we can bring him along for the ride. Yeah. And was but, he yeah. singing at that time also? No. Look at us talking about him like he's not no. sitting right next to you. No, so he said that he could sing, and he never sang to us until, like, <laughs> how many months in? Like, we had already written, like, a whole song, and, like, whatever, and it was, like, three months later, and then we're, like, thinking about, like, lyrics for it, and we're, like, yeah, maybe, like, I don't know, one of us could sing, or we're, like, we were trying to think of maybe getting, like, a vocalist. He's, like, no, nah, I can sing, and I'm, like, and I literally called him out. I'm, like, okay, when are you going to sing? When are you going to show us? Because you, you never showed us. And then, um, what was it? He sang one of those times. And we're like, we're like wow. Really we're like, wow, this is really great. You sound Yeah, just like and here we are. Voice. Now I'm comparing him to Gavin Rosdale. But yeah. That's awesome, though. And then, oh, yeah. No, no. I don't think anybody would ever say that about me. The missing link. No, wait, wait, wait. There's still some lore. There, okay, there's, there's hella lore. So, so... Um, after me and Carlos and Pablo were jamming for a little bit and we became a unit, um, one of my very good friends, also who went to high school, he just graduated before we did, um, Lucas, RIP to Lucas, I love you. Um, no, he's not actually dead. He's just dead to me. I was just going to say, like, oh, dead to you. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, yeah, he, he filled in for us on guitar and he really, like, like, when we jammed with him for the first time, it really, like, like our ideas really bloomed and uh, we, like, our eyes and ears open to like what more possibilities we can do with like another guitarist and we're like ah man we need another guitarist um but like for personal reasons lucas um you know left the band um but we still love him of course obviously and so in the search for uh a new guitarist um my girlfriend at the time i think i'm so i met oscar about uh if it's been a year now with you it was like three years ago I met Oscar three years ago at like a concert at his high school because uh, the girl mm-hmm. that I was dating at the time also went to that high school. Um, and I literally just met him once. 
Like we just kind of shook hands and that was it. Because I think uh, I think I met you like while we were setting up or something. Cause, right. Because you were trying to get like a job over there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. We don't talk about that. But yes, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and then yeah, like some years passed probably by. House, maybe I think probably you, you went once. Probably, probably like maybe. once. I probably yeah. Went once. And then I think I remember like I saw you again after a long time at the black market at the Anderson. Oh, the yeah, yeah. I remember I, I like saw you on the line at the bathroom. Like by the bathroom, the, bathroom? the line, yeah. At the I mean, line. You meet so many people in the bathroom, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, it's you." Yeah. And then like we say hi to each other, we talk for a little bit. Like I kind of knew you were like in a band. Yeah. And then like randomly he hit me up, um, because they needed a they needed a filling guitarist for the show, and honestly, uh -huh. like thankfully, like all the all the pieces fell into place because then they also needed another band, and that was actually like Bloom Dreams' like second show ever. So like Bloom Dream did that show with the old dude. Oh, so you got Bloom Dream in on it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah, and then um, and yeah, it was it was really good from there. That's awesome like, though that you kinda, got Bloom just Dream in on it. Together, um, and yeah. <laughs> Based. Based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what what is it that? I know you guys write songs together, but what gives you the inspiration to write the songs? Like, what inspires your songs? I mean, um, okay, definitely this time, like, these new songs that were coming out is just, like, anger. Just, like, a lot of the things that are happening or that have happened in our lives that we're, like, writing out. Before, though, the, like, the EP, it wasn't really anger, was it? It was just kind of just, like, yeah, just kind of finding ourselves. Just, like... Yeah, like whatever sounded good, we did, and I guess <laughs> I don't know. We were just like trying things out. We were going off of our inspiration of what, like, the type of music that we liked. But this new stuff is going off of our experience. Okay. Which is, uh, and I guess, a better way to put it. Yeah, which is, which is really cool. But yeah. And so, the EPU, it's it's called Wide Shut. Is that yeah? What, what uh, inspired that name? We had a song called Ear Just Wide Shut that I, I yeah. I, was that the first song that we ever wrote? Yeah, that was I was like going to ask that song. question next, so okay. Cool. Yeah, that was the first song we ever wrote. And it being the first song we ever wrote, it was the worst song we ever wrote. <laughs> Everybody uh, says that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I decided to kill it. They wanted to keep it going, but I'm like... Was it's done. Was yeah. Was it? Was it kind of like indie? No, it, it was just. It was just corny. It was just corny. Yeah, it was like. It was just. It corny. was the first song. That's yeah, we saw was. like another yeah. band. Like we were into like like the other like band, indie bands in the scene, and we're like, yeah, we want to do that, but harder. Right, right. And it was literally just the same chords they used, but with like distortion, and that's it. Yeah. And um, but that song was called Ears Wide Shut, and we really liked that name. And we really like, kind of like what like the song more or less was about. Yeah. And so we just kind of had that like in the tank, and then like literally like a couple months, what was it like a few months ago? Yeah. We're just like, yo, what should we call the EP? We did not have an yeah. I, I was just like, uh, why don't we just do it? Call it Wide Shut, and then call it a Day. Yeah, like a tribute to the first uh, song right. that we had. You revived the first song in a way. Because uh, Bloom Dream also kind of had a song like that, and the funny thing uh -huh. is, is that the song is called uh, "Like It Never Happened," 
<laughs> and it indeed never happened. <laughs> so you yeah. guys play like all right. So every all right, the instruments you play. Do you play any other instruments other than Ant playing the flute? No. Yeah, no. I'm not gonna let. Yeah, I hope nobody heard that one. <laughs> What? No, what? No, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Why would I have you repeat yeah, you it? Play the <laughs> um, no, I don't play any other instruments. I mean, I used to play like bass. Okay. For, like a good like few, like maybe like a year, but that was like mm-hmm. in the sixth grade. You sold it. Okay. Yeah, and I I sold Anthony's like actual first real bass. I sold to him. So, oh really? Uh, yeah, it's this one right here. Is this one right here? This used to be mine. Is, this the one... is that a fat bass? Put it right here. Yeah. All right, Aunt, come on, play some bass for us. Yeah. No, you're not hooked up to nothing. You're welcome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the bass that my dad gave me when I was in the sixth grade. I played it for a year, and I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. And then seven years later, I sold it to Anthony. And um, it's still that, kind of it... in the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any others? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I, used to, I used to play the trumpet. Okay. Um, yeah, and I mean that's kind of like a skill I have in my back pocket. Uh, not because I play trumpet, but because like in the school of music, whenever someone like dares me to like play the tuba or something, I can actually make a sound out of it. Yeah, because it's it's usually like pretty hard because people think you have to like blow like, but in reality it's like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I know it's what you mean. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's good because they think, oh, this dumb guitar player can't even read music, probably can't make sound out of a tuba. Yeah, and I showed them, <laughs> not that I read, not, not that I read music, but I made sound out of their, out of their instrument. Yeah. Did you guys take lessons professionally or did you teach yourselves? No, I'm self-taught. The only yes. teaching uh, that I ever got was for flute. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a I had a private teacher. His name is David Lambo. He's actually one of the best guitarists I've ever met. Uh, he nice, just moved okay. far. Now he lives in like Tamarack. So, like I drove uh, out a couple of times like a while ago. I can spit to Tamarack from where I'm at, but no, you guys are in Miami, right? Nah. Yeah, as far it's like forty minutes. Yeah. 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 Um, and then in high school, I had a guitar teacher. His name is Alvaro Bermudez. Uh, he's he's like the best musician I've ever met. Like he could literally play That's anything. That's awesome. Yeah, and then he he also taught me a lot, and then I also had a really good choir teacher. So, okay, yeah, that, that what's was your good. choir teacher? In case he's watching, um, her name is Alicia Romero. Oh, her. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't. I mean, I had my teacher when I was like nine, but I don't remember that guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just learned because uh, Carlos would always bully me. And then I I wanted to yeah yeah I didn't I didn't want to have the toxicity in my life anymore so right you know, yeah no choice I mean I always say that like a little bit of bullying helps you know what I mean uh, yes it does yes I mean, everybody needs to get bullied because sometimes people are just weird they just have to you know you got to tell them to stop doing that you know yes yes yeah yeah you know. It works for some people. Anyways. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. I consider yeah. it, like, um, what? 
a form of like constructive criticism in a way. Exactly. It's not in such a bullying. Yeah. In you're a you're just guiding them. It makes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I at least for drum set, I've never had like an actual teacher. Um, right. But I did have like a few percussion like instructors when I used to play for this like um independent like indoor drum line called Strike. Okay. Um yeah, I played. So what you used the... to do drum line as well? Yeah, like... I was like a huge like marching band kid. I took it. Nice, way too I love that. Yeah, yeah, I, I love took it way too seriously than I should have, but it definitely helped me in some places. Like a lot of people compliment me on like how my hands look on the drum set. Like it's always relaxed, but I can still play like harder than anybody else, and it's because of okay. one guy, and his name is Who? Sean McNulty, and that man taught me how to do everything loud but relaxed nice you know i attribute everything that i've accomplished to him but yeah that's awesome now speaking of drumline there wasn't there was a movie i I think it's my daughter's favorite movie called drumline right yeah is that the name of the movie did you guys like that movie we've seen that i hated it yeah the one with nick cannon yeah why is that her favorite movie well she's a drummer but She's she she just loves the movie. I don't know. I could call her up here and ask her. <laughs> Get on the phone. <laughs> no, no, okay. Can't say. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I I didn't like the movie, movie, but she loved it. Yes, it's a very good movie. We can say that much. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. No, did you? Wait, wait, I didn't hear what you say. Oh, oh no, that that movie is kind of like John Wick. Yeah, I didn't. All right, so my girlfriend she loves John Wick. Did you like John Wick? Because I didn't like John Wick. John Wick, uh, storyline wise, no, and... no, 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 listen, listen. I think I think the the creator is over at John Wick. I like the actual John Wick in real life, like whoever wrote the movie about himself. I think um, I think he's a very good writer, and I think he's building a really good universe. Because if you watch, okay, so I didn't have any idea that John Wick was an actual real person. No, no, so maybe I have to reconsider. No, 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 I always, no, I always, I always do this. Oh, no, like, like we'll go to, I don't know, dude. We'll go, we'll go to like Target, and then I'll be like, oh, dude, like I hope Mister Target is here. Like I really need to talk to him. Oh my God, why me? (laughs) And then you find someone like me that just takes everything literally. Also, like oh. down here, we have we have a restaurant called El Polo Norte. I don't know if you ever gone. No. No. Okay. So yeah, it's like Cuban pizza. The restaurant is okay. very good. And then the other day, I went there with some friends. And then my uh-huh. friend, like, we were having a conversation, and it got loud, and he like smacked like the table, and he was like, "Where's Mister Polar Bear? Where's the Polar Bear?" <laughs> Yeah. No, but you talk so seriously that I thought for sure John Wick was real. I was person. just about to say that because I kind of believed for a second that like John right? Wick was a real person. I'm like, wait, no way, for real? That's funny. Yeah. That is really funny. That. Yeah. So, all right. So, what kind? What band do you would you want to collaborate with, other than Bush? Since I've already got you sounded just like him. Is this on like on a local level or is this like No, no, no. Just time? like who's like your dream collaboration? Man. Uh, for me would be right now would be the band Modern Color. They inspire me a lot. 
uh, modern color, uh, a lot of uh, turnstile. They've they've been like some really cool things that I've seen. Uh, there's this one band that's kind of like under the radar called Bleed. Um, okay. But they've put out an EP, which is really cool. So good that we were like, yo, we have to change our entire like that. That's literally like that band literally was like made us listen back to our our EP that we just wrote and it's like, yo, this is garbage. Like we can't we can't do this. We can't do this right now. But um, yeah, those are my inspirations. That's what like who I would love to collaborate with right now. Okay. Um, definitely like Turnstile. Listen to yeah, a lot of Turnstile. Kind of like the same thing as you, like Modern Color, uh, Narrowhead's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, just like, yeah, Bleed too, yeah. Like Trauma Ray. Yeah, we've all been like kind of listening to like the same thing, which is like kind of, we're all one, we're just one big person, yeah. It's kind of cool because <laughs> our sound is getting more and like more, kind of, yeah, cohesive and we're on the same page a lot about like, moving forward with our sound so yeah same as carlos yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe like i don't know man maybe like mortician yeah or uh or cannibal corpse yeah. or dying fetus yeah. yeah like i would love to i would love to open for dying fetus like maybe it could be like dying fetus and turn no it can be us then turnstile then bon jovi and then dying fetus yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be the perfect lineup. Oh, and Bush. I don't even know if I'm... Yeah. Like, I don't know F1 any of these F1. bands you just named, other yeah. than Bon Jovi. Yeah. Really? Huh? Yeah. You Bon Jovi, bro. Oh, that's fine. I'll have to look them up. But I don't even know if I should believe you anymore. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I will say Dying, Dying Fetus is a really good band. Uh, they're, they're like, right, they're I'm like gonna, one of the highest Dying ever. Fetus. Yeah, like yeah, they're very child good. Child Fetus. Okay. Yeah, dying. Yeah. They're very good. They're very good. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah. Dying fetus. Okay, what about you, Ant? While I look up dying fetus. Um Honestly, I really really like Primus. Les Claypool like Primus, has yeah. a very interesting way of playing the bass. He like I don't know. I, he literally is not playing it. He just cuz the thing is he he not only is he speaking with it, he's screaming through it. And uh, mm -hmm. he just like because Primus is really in touch with the like noise. Like mm -hmm. if they find a cool noise, they're like, "Let's make a song out of this one thing that sounds like a fart." And it's, <laughs> it's so it's so good. He has a very very interesting way of playing the bass, and it's really molded the way that I play the bass as well. Um, like learning the Primus licks and stuff like that. Um, right. So yeah, Primus for me. So would you consider like how old are you guys? By the way. I am turning 23. Really? Okay. I am also 22. 35. I'm just kidding. I'm 22. <laughs> I'm done with you guys, okay? I'm just exit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> but you say 22? Yeah, 22 as well. Okay. So, like, all right, so you pr said Primus, like, are, and then a dying fetus which I, I found, and I'm going to have to listen to it. I can only yeah, imagine you know, what dying uh, fetus there, sounds like. It's not a singular dying fetus. It's just the concept of a dying fetus. It's dying fetus. It's just, like, yeah. I can't even get that <laughs> name. <laughs> but, so, 
is that the tip the type of music that you've listened to your whole life or i mean as far as my inspirations i i take inspiration from a lot of um uh people that are like doing it now like doing the thing now because it's right. very like i mean you can see their evolution in real time you know what i mean yeah so it's um it's not what I grew up listening to, but it's what I really enjoy watching and listening right now. And what I kind of, okay. like, it can, that's what like gets me up to seeing everybody else do the thing. I'm like, holy crap, I can do that right now as well. Right. Um, but yeah. You guys want to add? So, uh, like, when I was very, very young, like, in middle school and all throughout high school, I would only listen to, like, rap and hip-hop. Um, oh, Really? Okay. Yeah, my family is they're very very eclectic. Like my one of my uncles put me on to like Metallica. Uh my other uncle really liked like Rick Ross and Kanye West and stuff like that. Um and my mom I got to love my Kanye. Uh yeah, when he's sane, man. I love that guy. He needs therapy. But um He does. Yeah, and uh my mom really liked like a whole bunch of like Vallenato music, uh which is like the Colombian like staple music. Um, and like a lot of like, spa- my mom is very eclectic as well. She she really likes um, Guns and Roses. She loves like mm-hmm. '90s uh, R&B, hip hop and R&B is so good. Um, it really is. But yeah. After a while, especially after I met Carlos, I felt like I don't know, like music like that for me is kind of like a wash. Um, I, I used to make like loops and beats in my room at first, and then it's like. I like I don't know I just feel like everything would be on the loop. I feel like what we're doing now and what I'm gravitating towards now is like mm-hmm. more entertaining and more like freeing almost. Like I can it put definitely like, is. Yeah, I can definitely put like yeah. uh like my soul into it, which I mean not you know not to diss on like rap as a genre, but for me I just feel like right. what resonated more for me was more this uh yeah, like heavy stuff where I can just be who I want to be and uh, maybe punch some people in the face a little bit and then kiss them. Yes, of course. It's all about punching people in the face. Uh, For me, I can't remember the first bands that I actually started listening to where I was like, okay, like I can base my personality around these bands. It was like uh, Linkin Park and Green Day. Yes. And then, uh, and then after that, it was just kind of a lot of things, but it was definitely only pretty much like, like rock, classic rock, maybe some heavy metal from the eighties. And then, like, it was up until, like, two years ago where I actually started, like, really liking rap. And now I mostly listen to either rap or progressive metal. It's not okay, really the nice. stuff that I play, to be honest. But, like, yeah, like, really, like, 15-minute song, like, really complicated progressive metal or, like, Biggie mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah. So it's funny. Like, all right, so Green Day, i like, a diehard. Like, I – and – um. This is just going to, we're just going to talk about me for a minute. Okay, guys. So I hung out with this guy and I was just, I went out to eat with my husband tonight and I was telling him how yesterday I was driving and I hadn't talked to this guy in God, 20 years, no, 23 years. And I saw he drives a dump truck and I saw his dump truck pull up next to me and I was like, oh my God, that's him. So I'm waving. He doesn't see me and he's literally at the light next to me. And this has nothing to do with my story, but I'm that type of person that has to make a story this big, this big. So, um, so I called the number on the side of the truck and of course it went to voicemail and I was like, Oh my God, gee, it's me, Kim, blah, blah, blah. And so he called me back today, 
But it's funny because I always told my daughter about how much my friend D loved Green Day. And mm. I love Green Day. And when back when I'm 46 now, but back we, I was I wasn't even 21 years old. And we went we saw Green Day play. And it was back wow. when Billy Joe was totally on drugs. And he called some kid up on stage and um, to play the guitar. He still does it. He still to this day does it. He called this kid up on stage to play the guitar. And he told the kid, like, get off the stage. You fucking suck. You blow everything. And this poor kid, it was probably like the greatest moment of his entire life to play on the stage. And he's getting ripped apart. So my friend D was like, oh, man, that's just terrible. You know, I'm not ever going to like this this guy again. So he called me back today after me leaving this message, like, Hey, I'm at the light next to you. And you know, it's been 23 years, but so, um, I said, you know, I was telling my daughter how much my friend D loves green day. He's like, yeah, I used to love him. And then I hated him. And I don't, you know, I don't know why and I was like, it was because that concert we went to, but it's funny because today he's still at 50 years old, hates that band because of that concert we went to. I don't know. I'm 46. I wasn't even 21 at that time. Isn't that crazy though? It just yeah. goes to show like the way you present yourself one moment in time, it can last forever. Understand. And he was Mr. Green Day. My friend was. What's, what's Do you like Green Day? What's the best Green Day I album? I love Green Day. What's the best Green Day album? I like Dookie, but okay. I mean, I, everything they play, I've never, ever, there's, what's your favorite Green Day album? I had a huge. Oh, my daughter's is Dookie or Insomnia. <laughs> Insomniac. Yeah. I had a huge, like, American Idiot phase, and that was, like, my only mm -hmm. uh, Green Day phase. And then I just never thought about Green Day ever again after, like, that really? one Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I just kind of feel like they're one of those bands that doesn't make a bad song. That's really? just the way I feel. Hmm. That's yeah. You apparently yeah. don't agree. Yeah, that's a good way to feel. <laughs> I know Quite people obvious. have a different opinion about Green Day, but, yeah. Do you have the... No, we're not going to do it. Time. <laughs> it was very good there, Aunt. That's okay. I can't sing. Jesus of Suburbia kind of guy. I was listening to that probably about 3 o'clock today. Yeah. Jesus of Suburbia. I went to see them, um, and it was excellent. Did you guys go see them when they were here with Fallout Boy and Weezer and the Interrupters? No. no. It was really good. Actually, I don't like going to big concerts anymore. You're not like the I first work. person that told me this. Yeah. Be, you know like Modern Freaks? Yeah, They yeah. told me the same thing. They said they hate they, 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 they hate big concerts. Well, it's not that I hate it because, for instance, the last big concert I went to was Tool. Like, I think that was maybe like a month, a month and a half ago. That was a really, really good concert. But, mm -hmm. yeah, like, I just... I per now that I've seen like some of my favorite bands in like Culture Room Revolution, like the band, like Dying Fetus, for example, I saw them twice at Revolution, and I was like, oh, really? yeah, like okay. amazing because you're like like right there. And then I I, right. I got to meet like my my current favorite guitarist. He plays in a band called Revocation. I got to meet mm -hmm. him like three times because I've seen them play three times. So it's really cool that you like get that yeah. intimacy with the bands that you really like. Yeah. And then at the stadium, yeah. I feel like I'm paying like seven times the money for like 12 times less of like the experience. That yeah, no, sense. I totally get that. I completely get that. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I'll, I'll do it. Like for instance, I bought Red Hot Chili Pepper tickets because like I literally, I'm the type of fan that I know, like they're deep, they're deep cut like songs, mm -hmm. you know? 
So yeah, yeah. That, like when it's really good, I'll be like, okay, yeah, like I'll definitely buy it if I find tickets. Right. Yes. Yeah, I went to buy the Red Hot Chili. They didn't come yet, though, did they? No, that's in August, I believe. It's that's like what I Thunder thought. Cat, Thunder, the Strokes, and Red Hot, and oh, and they're back with John Frusciante, so that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, I really wanted to go to that, but I was just, the prices were ridiculous, and then the yeah. nosebleed, like it was nosebleed, last row nosebleed. Like the nosebleed of the nosebleeds, and it was like I, I didn't, it, it was very affordable. But I was like, "There's, no, I don't. Why the hell would I go? That's the most ridiculous seat yeah. ever." So that that to me was a waste of a waste of money. I was really hoping that um, I was hoping that maybe at the Hard Rock this year they'd have like five dollar cover at the door for Red Hot Chili Peppers. But that would be cool. I guess they they took a different route. Yeah. They realized that they were the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. I love them, though. Who are, like, all right, so, like, those 90 bands, the 90s bands, like, do you guys, like, of those, like, that era, do you have any favorite bands? But you listened to rap at the time, and... Um, well, for me, like, yeah, my favorite bands from the 90s, it has to be Death, um, uh, Alice in Chains, uh yeah, sound um yeah. also i'm actually a huge fan of this band called i'm sure you know the mad season i don't actually know them you don't know okay so mad season is the last band that lane staley was in from allison chains and it's actually okay. it's him and mo and most of the people like the guitarist is mike mccready from pro jam and like most of the people in the band are from other grunge bands and they have okay. one album called they have one album called Above, and that album is really, really, really good. Because, you know, like those grunge fans that just have one album, like right. Temple of the Dog, for example, mm -hmm. like they have one album that's really Temple. good. Because yep. I feel like that's a trend. I don't know if you agree with me. It's a trend with grunge bands where, like, their first album will be, like, the best album. I don't no, know. No, you you're right. And, but, but Temple of the Dog, that was um, Eddie Vedder um, and Soundgarden. Wasn't it the Soundgarden and, and well, Eddie Vedder, right? It was Pearl Jam with Chris yeah because it was before pro jam yeah yeah mm -hmm. i have and to then, disagree the... with the Oscar statement right now. okay because stone temple pilots while scott whelan was in the band uh -huh. never made it it was the best album but it definitely those other band those other albums definitely were not bad like yeah, purple was definitely like my favorite album of all time purple is good well, i love stone temple pilots i saw them in bayside in like 1992 92 93 oh hell yeah that must have been amazing yeah yeah that's that that's was a cool concert from what i remember these bands like i could listen to their those first three albums like at any point of my life or any mood yeah time any place you know and on and right along with those band that is bush you know gavin rossdale your band yeah. bush oh Yes, you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh my god, Kim was right. I sound exactly like Gavin. <laughs> it just goes up to the mic. He's like, love and hate. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, my favorite '90s <laughs> bands were. Um, I like I like the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, yes, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, but that I feel like that's so basic. But oh, Candlebox, 
Candlebox was cool. And Candlebox was Park. good, but I saw them at Markham cool. Park in like '96. They were at Markham Park. Can you believe that? Wow. I don't even know where that is. Yeah. I don't know what Markham Park is. You don't. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not. You're in Dade. That's. It's just like this park, like this random park, and they had a concert at the park. So. I mean, I had to pay uh, to get in, but. For me, I think Mm -hmm. uh, Frog Stomp era Silver Chair is fantastic. Um, Every song on that album is like beautiful. Um, and, uh, Primus, like any Primus, they, Primus. they just go crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I thought that you were going to say like a rap album, but I guess I was wrong. On the, uh, uh, the college dropout is, uh, such a great album. It's like one of the only albums I've actually spent money to buy on. Uh, well, from right. The 90s, college dropout, I don't... Well, not... Who? Yeah, I know. From the nineties, I think, I think ready, ready to die is the best rap album from the nineties. Okay, think, who? Uh, Biggie. Uh-huh. Oh, Biggie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggie's the GOAT. And then also the, the first Immortal Technique album is pretty good. Yeah, the rap back in the 90s that I listened to was like um, Cypress Hill, um, Too Short. Um, and I, I, I got to give credit where credit is due. I did listen like to Vanilla Ice. Thing? Okay, oh, I did do I it. Yeah, it it is what it is. He was cool back then. So I really like uh, Big L. Who's Big L? I don't know who that is. Uh, he's he's one of the rappers from um, from Harlem. Yeah, the rapper the rappers from Harlem are the ones that that say the most uh, outrageous things on the mic. Okay. Yeah, I like Nas from the nineties. Yeah, Nas, Jay Z. Um, who else is good from the nineties? I'm like, no, 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 but like, I mean, there's so many, but like that I like, I mean, Biggie's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, I like Biggie over anyone. I think from the nineties, you guys like Tupac. Although, although I'm not a huge Tupac fan because I feel like he was more of a songwriter than a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like he could re- write really cool, like choruses, but then I feel like yeah. from the verses, he doesn't have any like memorable bars, you know, like right. Biggie, you know, it's like. There's going to be a lot of slow singing and flower bringing if my burglar alarm starts ringing. <laughs> He's here right now. He's here right now. Um, um, he is. Uh, also, for R&B and stuff, I, uh, Brandy really hits. Yeah, Brandy and Monica, uh, the two of them, both. Yeah, people like Lil' Kim need a little bit more recognition. Yeah, Lil' Kim, Man, yeah. So good. Uh, Puff Daddy, when he was Puff yeah. Daddy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, R&B stuff like that. Four minutes, P. Diddy, four minutes, Diddy. What is he even today? Now known as Love. Whatever he's doing. Yeah, Salt and Pepper. (laughs) All that, man. Yes. Tigra and Bunny. (laughs) I'm telling you, Salt and Pepper was where it was at. Yes. I thought I was one of them back in the day. And Spinderella. Yes. Who says you're not? You could be Paprika. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll tell you i thought i was so cool back then i'm trying to think of like um the one the one it might have been no it wasn't salt and pepper what was it it was um no i think it was tigra and bunny they were like my all-time favorite we like the cars the cars that go boom 
Love that. So, right? You know it, right? If your car ain't got it, then go out and get it. <laughs> All right. That's enough from me. All right. So, can I, anyhow. Can I ask you a question? What's that? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think about the new uh, Batman movie? Okay. So, that's not a movie that I would watch, but my kid went and saw it and. Um, I think she said it was good. Um, and my other kid wants to see it. And my husband was upset that my kid went and saw it without him. I I will say, I will say like, like why do you usually not like, like superhero movies or like, are they kind of like, so my youngest, um, she's nine and she's a huge huge superhero per like if i could bring you into her room like she's got every superhero lego made she thinks she's gonna marry venom and um it's she's like obsessed with them my um my oldest is 19 and i was kind of shocked that she went to see the movie but she went to see the movie because it was a guy is paul dano in it oh uh uh the guy from Twilight. Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Mark Jacob. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson's in it? Well, she went yeah. and saw it because yeah. there was an actor in it that she really liked. That's like her whole thing. But she thought it was good. Edward? No, no, not him. It was, oh, God. Who? It was Paul Dano. Paul Dano. She, Paul she Dano. heard me. She just screamed up. So that's um, why she went to also- say she loves Paul Dano. Shout out to Zoe Kravitz in that movie as well. There probably didn't need to be a Catwoman in that movie. However, there was, and I'm not upset. Yeah. <laughs> I would say though, it's not really, it's not really a superhero movie, and it's like, it's like very, like, it's very grungy. Okay. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. I'll probably eventually watch it at the house, but I wasn't gonna like go to the movie theater. Yeah, like, it. like there's a Nirvana song in it type oh is there yeah something's in my ass no no something in the way no something oh, in god and <laughs> no how, how outrageous of you I'm from Harlem. no no stop no. <laughs> no so all right so back to like the the band as far as the local scene goes what's your favorite venue to play at one that stays open. Um, so my, my favorite <laughs> venue, my favorite venues were either the Boombox, which is under construction, it's... and the Hot Box, which got shut down. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So no venues right now. But I mean, uh, I'm about to. I'm gonna play at Naomi's Garden soon, so I'll see what that's like. A lot um, of people are playing there lately. Yeah, ever since the Hot Box got shut down, I feel like they're moving over. And then the Boombox is also hosting a lot of satellite shows, mm-hmm. where you know they'll just you know, they'll give equipment or like they'll give the stage hands or whatever to make the stuff happen at other places, whether it's house shows. But yeah, typically I really like house shows. Like with Bloom Dream, we've already played like all over Florida, like Pensacola, nice. um, Tampa, Orlando, places like that. And it's usually the DIY house venues where we play at. Oh, that's and then nice. And once we played at a bar, it was really bad. <laughs> so like there oh, was really? no turnout at the house venue. Yeah, at the house venue, there was a lot yeah. of people because people up there you know they just they're all about it so 
Yeah, like right, I usually right. really like the DIY venues. When yeah. it's like people that that understand the scene run it, not some people mm -hmm. that like wanted to make money off a venue, you know? Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. My my favorites, I would have to agree with Oscar. The DIY venues um, are very fun to play at, but also very easy to plan. Especially when, yeah. like, when you're working like with other like bands and other people that are like in the scene, like when you're just like a band that not many people know about, or like you have mm -hmm. quote unquote clout. Like it's so fun, like easy, like with things like the boombox or like hotbox, RIP. Where you could just hit up one guy and be like, hey, can I play on this date? And he's like, no, we don't have that date. I'm like, okay, what about the week after? He's like, yeah, we can do that date. And then you just throw a really cool show and you actually can make some money off of it because right. you're in control of the door, you know? Yeah. yeah. Rather than like a bar that might have like good sound or good equipment or whatever. But they're like, yeah, it has to be a free show. You can only split like a quarter of the bar. And they're only people over 21 can come in which is like that's what sucks like, like a fraction of our audience you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah that, that's the best thing about diy venues is that like you can make it an all ages event and you can bring everybody and you know you're you know you're running you're basically running the show you know what i mean yeah you're, you're, you're rules, as long as you keep the place clean and tidy quote unquote exactly yeah. so do you guys have any favorite local bands Oh God, um, I'm in love with this one band called uh, Smelter right now. I feel like the music okay. that they make is really cool. It's like, like uh, they're like shoegaze, but a little bit more grungy, I guess. Okay. Um, Palomino Blonde is also a favorite. They always make some good mm -hmm. stuff. Um, they're real good. Yeah, another favorite of my band right now would be Bloom Dream, especially like the new mm -hmm. songs that they're coming out with. Yeah, not biased. Or you anything, might be able to get backstage passes to their shows. Yeah. I might even be able to be in the band, you know, at some point. It's possible. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that they're looking for a drummer. Anyways, <laughs> um, but what was it? Yeah, their their new stuff is that's coming out is really cool, and I really enjoy. Um, what other bands that we like? We've talked about before. Do not air. Do not air is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do not air. Corazón Rabioso. They're all cool dudes. Yeah. Um, yes, they are. take inspiration from pretty much every band in Miami. Yeah. Um, I really... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Graves. Graves, Graves is yeah. Yeah, yeah, Graves have Who? really... Like, I've seen uh, Graves. Yeah. Keep talking. Okay, so Graves, um, Amy has been trying to put that band together for so long. And... Mm -hmm. And uh, and I've known her for like a really, 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 really long time, and and I'm really happy that now she has like a solid lineup of people <laughs> that she can play with. Um, but yeah, another one of my favorite bands is Pavlov's Bow. Like I got to Bloom Dream, Bloom Dream got to play like the the last show that they had. We got to play with them, uh, and it was a really, really cool show because like Pavlov's Bow, I've been listening to them because they went to my high school. They graduated like. Class okay. of 2013. I'm class of 2019. So, like, to, like, suddenly play on a bill with them is crazy. Because it's like, oh, like, I listened to them in high school because they came out of my high school. And it was, like, a huge inspiration right. for me. So, yeah, I really liked them. Isn't it, like, incredible how many fantastic local bands there are? And, like, nobody knows of them. 
Mm-hmm. It's just it's um, amazing to me. Yeah, like Las Nubes are also really cool. Yeah. Um, they, they're not a, a, a local band. They're local to New York, but we they okay. did come down here to play a show with us at the Hotbox. Uh, nice. Hotline TNT, so good. Yeah, that band literally came down to Miami and then just changed the entire scene through that one show oh, really? that we played with them. Yeah, literally every other band right now wants to make music like they do, like emulate what they just did. The ones from down. New York? Yeah, they're they're called okay. Hotline TNT. Um, okay. Yeah, Ruffins is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was initially Raymond that was really hype about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I was. had Do Not Air on, they were saying, he said that um, Axel told me that Ruffins is one of his faves. Yeah, yeah, Ruffins, they're all cool dudes, man. They're all cool people. Yeah. So that band, what it, Hotline TNT, is that what it is from New York? Is that the name? Yeah. So did you ever, like, talk with them and ask them, like, how different it is between South Florida and New York as far as, like, the music scene? Have they, did, Is that, like, a conversation that came oh, up? You did, yeah, kind of, I actually did. Yeah? Um, yeah? The, yeah, I asked because the thing about playing, like, shows in Miami, it's, like, it's the same, like, two places – and yeah. it might be like the same four or five bands that just like yeah or i don't know they're in like the same kind of little click sort of thing um yeah. but i kind of asked about like new york because i don't know like that could be like a real thing for like a band especially yeah. you could always go up there great album and um he just said that like the scene over there is like very like alive and it's like thriving yeah. and it's like really cool um to have somebody come to miami with that like vibe because right. we don't really like, have much of that like thriving i guess like i feel like as active as we try to make it it's it can we can only do so much with what we're right. given um but yeah they, they he just talked to me about like the scene in new york how it's like cool like, like literally what i expected it to be like like right. a lot of shows a lot of cool bands a lot of cool people like just the scene you know like how yeah. it should be sort of Exactly. Yeah, I wish that they had more, like, not necessarily all ages, but, like, not 21 and over places. Because there's so many followers out there that are not 21 years old. And so they're kind of, like, stuck just watching you through Instagram. And it stinks. Yeah, like, a lot of the scene is, like, a lot of, like, the younger kids that are, like, just getting out of high school. They're yeah. going through their own thing. They want, like, their own place to, like, you know just experience music and you know just to i don't know just get all that of uh what do you call it like not anger but angst angst. yeah 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 they just want to express themselves and it's really hard when like the only time that like the music that they like is being played is at a place that they can't get into you know exactly or at a place that's like uh out of their price range you know what i mean because there's bands that come down here from time to time like say like tool or some something like that, and it's yeah, like, yeah, eight hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah, and for a nineteen-year-old, well, I was looking at the tickets for Paul McCartney. They were like possible. the cheapest ticket was like seven hundred and twenty-three dollars. I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen in my entire life. The problem, the problem with Paul McCartney is that Kanye West made him famous, so, um, so it's like very difficult. <laughs> So, like, how? Did I miss it? <laughs> no, it's just Oscar being Oscar again. 
Oh my God. Oscar, you're not allowed to have the microphone anymore, okay? Because <laughs> I take it too literally. I guess you can give it to him. Yeah, I was going to say that, um, like, for example, my little brother, he's 16, and he uh -huh. actually did the EP art for the Bloom Dream EP. Really? Like, the, the swirling color thing. Yeah, yeah, like, he's I a really talented that. artist. Uh, and, like, for example, he, awesome. he can't come to most of our shows because he's 16. So, like, it really sucks. And, that's like, what's, and I'm sure he would friends. love to be there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, right, like, for example, he went to our show at the Hotbox, and it was, like, the first time he moshed, and, like, he had a lot of fun. He was probably and having... And like, with, like, his friends, so it really sucked. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to... Like, I'm looking right being, now like, at his artwork. With, like, you, and, like, it used to suck, like, searching for, like, a show that we could yeah. go to. There was this place yeah. called Churchill's Pub, which is, yeah. like, we could always pull up there. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but... But it's like not a thing anymore. It's not open or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're looking for my brother, his handle yeah. is Giuseppe underscore art. Okay, Giuseppe underscore art. Yeah, I was just double S, up. double P. Yeah. Giuseppe underscore art. All right, Giuseppe underscore art, J O S S E P P I. Okay, I knew it was either okay. S S E P P E. P P E. P P. Okay. Stop. P P. I got it. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Awesome. I have, so, I have a question um, for you. Yes. How? What inspired you to do the Stage Mom podcast and festival? And festival. Oh, okay. And festival. Okay, so I'll start. So my daughter, she is a drummer, and she was in a band. You're killing me. <laughs> she was in a band, and um, about a year ago, we were driving down the street, and I said, um, "I, all right." Let me back it up. I did all the bookings for her band. So I was pretty busy with that, with my job, that, and, you know, everything else I do in life. And um, so I was listening to this song. I can't remember the song that it was, but it was pretty unique um, lyrics. And I was like, you know, what would, what did, what do they mean by that? And so I, I said to her, if, if I had the opportunity, I would sit down and I would ask them like exactly what do these lyrics mean? You know? So I jokingly said, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to ask all these bands what their songs mean. And, um, then, you know, that just passed. And then, um, her band, I can't say it like broke up, but the bassist went to Berkeley. And so then I got bored. So wow. I was like, um, you know what, I'm going to do that podcast now. So then I ordered a microphone because I knew if I ordered the microphone, I would be committed to it. So I was ordered the one? microphone. This, this microphone, <laughs> yeah, I have nice. since ordered another one, but I still am kind of attached to the original one. So, cool. um, I ordered the microphone and I said, okay, I got my microphone and I have a friend. I don't know if you, um, follow comedy, but I went to high school with Brett Ernst 
and um, he's a comedian. He's on Cobra Kai now. He's the um, nephew, um, the Italian nephew of Ralph Macchio, or cousin, nephew, cousin. So um, I went to high school with him. And so um, him and his brother, Keith, they have a podcast together. So I had reached out to him. I was like, all right, I need to know exactly how you do your podcast. I need to know everything because I'm starting a podcast and, you know, I'm doing it for, for all the local bands. I want to create a platform. And so that's how I started. And then I guess that I just didn't have enough on my plate. So I decided that um, I was going to put a mini fest together for all these bands so, and when nice. I get these ideas in my head, awesome. it has to be done immediately. Like, that's why I had to order the microphone, because if it didn't, then that thought would pass, and I would never do it. So, that's when I called up Lauder Ale, because my daughter's band had played there. So, I was like, listen, I want to do this. And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. So, then I got so this Facebook, like and recent. I reached out to people. Yeah. What's that? This is all, like, pretty recent, then. I started the podcast in December. Yep. Wow. Yeah. No wonder because like that mini fest happened and I see all these bands lined up and then I see you start seeing people doing podcasts. I'm like, yo, where did this come from? Like, yeah. I've never heard of this <laughs> before. But yeah, you. you came out rolling, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like she was in Saving Herald and um, her Herald. band, they, um, I don't know if you've heard of the Ripple Effect, but um, the Ripple Effect is an organization um that it's a non-for-profit organization that they, it's called the Ripple Effect. They, their slogan is um, artist for the artist. Um, the creator of the Ripple Effect, I'm actually, he's coming to my house next week because he lives up in Lancaster, but he's um, in town now. So he's coming over next week to do a podcast with me. He's also an artist. He's Worldwide Wednesday. Um, he does hip hop and um, he started the Ripple Effect. He, did kind of like what I'm doing for my, my mini fest, which well, actually he did it. I'm doing it now. Um, but I did consult with him and I said, listen, I said, I, I started this podcast and I really want to give an opportunity to these bands that you gave to my daughter's band. And, um, because I like was like the pro bono manager, I, um, made a lot of contacts in the, the local scene and like, even like I, I, I made some really good contacts. So um, I reached out to him. I said, listen, I want to I want to offer this opportunity to them. So when is your next ripple effect that you're going to have at Revolution Live? Because like my daughter's band played Revolution Live three times through the ripple effect, which they never would have ever had that opportunity to ever put that on their resume if it hadn't been for Alex, which is Worldwide right. Wednesday and the ripple effect. Ever. It just wouldn't have been. And he was like, okay, anything for you. He calls me Mama Bird because my, my name on Instagram is Kim Bird. So he's like, anything for you, Mama Bird. So I um, said, all right, I'm going to do this mini fest and I'm going to offer the fan favorite a slot at the next Ripple Effect, which I believe he said is August 26th. So he said, absolutely, 100%. So then I got the host, of, the co-owner of the not-for-profit Ripple Effect. She's going to be the host of my Ripple Effect because, shockingly enough, even though I do this, I don't foresee myself being able to stand up and, and behind a microphone and hosting the mini fest. So she's going to host it for me, and so the fan favorite is going to be able to play at the next Ripple Effect at Revolution Live, which is a great thing for um, local bands, resumes. Yeah. 
So, so and it's just really exciting. Team. Like, um, and also oh. for my um, mini fest, my husband's best friend, he is the um, CEO of Epidemic Records. Um, so I have him coming out so that I said, listen, I got 16 bands playing. You may like one of them. And he's like, yeah, for sure. So he's coming out and he's checking out the bands too. So, I mean, I would I love think- to see something come of what I've done. For any local no, band, yeah. you know, like I would love it, absolutely love it. Yeah, so. what Anthony has to do with Dirty Rivals now, you just have to sabotage every other band. Yes, I told Rivals him they can bring their dogs out. Play. The dogs can vote, yeah. whatever. <laughs> you need to start cutting break lines, you know. You know, it's a lot of fun though. But th- so I plan on doing this again. I do it in another one, you know, again, and hopefully. Get another band in there. It's cool. Yeah. So that's what started me with this. Thank you. Uh, you're all doing such a crazy thing. And, uh, yeah, it really is super wild. Like when the Dirty Rivals people were telling me about it, I was like, huh? Right, yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it's cool. You have to keep on doing it. You should do it again, but, like, with us on it or something. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm going to do another one because, like, I wasn't honestly expecting such a good response, if I'm being honest. Um, I thought people would be like, oh, my God, there's this lady that, you know, she needs to just um, put the microphone back in the box. And so, but everybody seemed to want to be on the podcast and they want to play the mini fest. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do like two, one, one, maybe, maybe three a year. I don't know. Whatever I feel. I like to stay busy. And I really, really, really enjoy talking to the bands. And I really would, like I said, I would just love like to see someone that was on my podcast to hear them on the radio or something. And I would love to be a part of that happening for them. So whatever I can do. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Yes. I'm excited. I can't wait. So you guys are going to come out and support Dirty Rivals? Yes. uh, Yes. I will. I will go out and support them. Shut up, Ant. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to the You Can Tell Mom Anything segment. I'm going to ask we you a few questions. With our rivals. You better. What is it? What is it called? What do you call it? It's the You like, Can Tell you... Mom Anything. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Not necessarily about music. Answer okay. them if you want. Okay. Okay. I just have to find them. Okay. What do you wish your younger self? I'm sorry. I'm going to restart that question. What do you wish your younger self knew about your current self? Uh, That's definitely (laughs) a thinker. That's definitely a thinker. Um, You got something, Anthony? You got something? Something. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, I honestly, I think I'm good with the way I am. My younger self doesn't need to know what, what my future self you froze. Uh, Can you hear me? Oh. Yes. Are we good? You're back. Are we good? Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. yeah, my younger self does not need to know, uh, what, what the, the, my current self is. Uh, I think everything happens for a reason. And if my younger self was smarter, I probably wouldn't be where I am. So I think I'm, I was okay being young and dumb. 
love en- your answers. Enjoy, enjoy the process of everything, and enjoy like the journey. Like I had a really hard time, like accepting like that for like a long time. Um, and like it really is so much more fun when you just like, cause like I just wanted to get to the end all the mm-hmm. time, and like when you enjoy the journey, it's so much like more fulfilling. So yeah. For me, if I could tell my younger self, and by younger self, I mean guy I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Use all the resources that you have while you have it. You don't know that you are in a good position until you're in a worse position. That's really good advice for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Use every resource that you have. Even if you think that you don't have resources, you have way more because I guess it's like the bottom line is like gratitude and just using like every little thing that you have because it could get worse. You could not have that thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, like, I think my past self would be very surprised to see that my current self, like, enjoys a lot of, like, alone time, like, with myself. I do, too. Are you a Sagittarius? Like, before... No, I'm an Aries. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm more of like a like a sigma male, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, no, because before I feel like I used to always have to be like in a crowd, even okay. if necessarily like I didn't like the people I was hanging out with, like especially like in high school, which for me it wasn't that long ago. I mean, high school for me was like three years ago, like three and a half years ago, something like that. So. But now it's like I enjoy, sometimes I enjoy my alone time more than I enjoy time with other people. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Well, alone yeah, time sometimes. is like self-therapy. So yeah, good, Yeah, I like think. now now I'm very like self-reflective. Whereas back then I always uh, look to other people for like answers to like my, my situations. Right. But now I'm able to like always do something about something. Like uh, even if it's not the best thing to do, like, you know, I'll still do it. And yeah, I think that's the best advice I can give to like my past self, or like if they knew. Yeah, like just spending more alone time would have would have put me in better positions most of the time. Okay, all right. Okay, so what is the nickname that your family calls you? I can say this word. Yes. <laughs> nah, uh, <laughs> it's not a bad word. They just. They would call me like ball in Spanish. They just what call is me that? bola, which is not. It's not. Bola? It's not the best for like my self esteem. I was I was kind of overweight when I was younger, and I'm like, ah, really? I guess I'm just a ball. Yeah. I'll have to see pictures. Thank you. I will show you some. <laughs> you better. Um. Well, my family just like calls me like with my middle name, like Oscar Jose. And yeah, like, yeah. And as a result, I use my middle initial a lot to identify myself. Aside from like other Oscar Rodriguez does. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important. Um, my family calls me, uh, (laughs) say it, say it, say it. My family calls me, uh, Moshe, which is like my Hebrew name because I'm Jewish. Okay. (laughs) So that's what they call me. And um, 
Yeah. What does it, it mean in Hebrew, like, though? Does it does it have so a meaning? It's like it's like Moses. It's okay. Like the you know the sea and yeah that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's like my middle name, so they call me that in Hebrew. Okay. Um, which is very confusing for like other people who have no idea what that means or <laughs> why they're yeah. calling me that. But yeah. <laughs> um, my family didn't really have a nickname for you for me. They would just call me the girl name of my actual name. So okay, so what? Carlos, it... so it'd be like Carly. Or oh, Spanish that's the girl Carlito. name. Okay. Yeah, like Carly. Like huh. uh, you would say it in Spanish, you'd be like Carly. Okay. Yeah, like Carlitos, but like if you say it, it's short and it's not, it's more feminine. So, yeah, that was like always a nickname. I never had like a, I never had like a bola. You know what I mean? Right. Or no, they would Balls. call me flaco. I was always I was always skinny. Flaco means skinny in Spanish. Right. Yeah. I only know very, yeah. very, very few Spanish words, but I did know that one. I know coño. Yeah. <laughs> and I know yeah, puta. <laughs> I know the important ones, right? <laughs> there was yeah. Don't know that one though. You don't know you don't know carajo? No. Uh, uh, like, shit. Yeah. Shit? I don't know. honestly. <laughs> a good, friendly word to use with people that, like strangers, especially. You should address your best friend with that word. Or maybe a loved no, one. No, because I don't like, trust you guys. <laughs> I have a feeling that if, you'll be if, sending me down the wrong path. <laughs> Mm-mm. We are nope. very good dudes. Yes, I know. I believe that. I do, but I still don't trust you. <laughs> Fine, but I believe you're good people. <laughs> okay, so what is the one thing you regret spending money on? Oh my god, man! <laughs> I... Um... Well, I. Uh... I don't regret anything I spend money on because money comes and goes. How about that one? Yes. It's okay. always flowing. Oh, here we go, man. This guy again. Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, all my exes. Damn. <laughs> That's Damn. a good one. <laughs> um, uh, food. I spend so much money on food I really should not be eating. I spend a lot of money okay, on do you food. Know? But yeah. it's, always, it's always worth it. It's it's not always worth it's it. It's always worth it. It's not always worth it. Sometimes you need to worth get a twenty dollar burger. Sometimes you don't need a twenty. Sometimes you need a twenty dollar burger. Sometimes you well, need to buy yeah. a pack and just make it at home and not spend the twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm starting but to learn that, and I'm forty six. I'm just now learning that. Ah, okay. Because yeah. I was with I the twenty dollar burger man for a while. The twenty dollar burger. Yeah. You get twenty dollar. I can't afford twenty. No, no. Okay, so yesterday I went to this place called the Boss Burger, and okay. uh, and it was a sixteen dollar burger, but it was like it was worth it. Like it was tall. Yeah. It had two patties. It was like really premium beef. It had cheese, guava, bacon, and yeah, and also like this like sauce, this like home sauce, and it, uh-huh. and it was so big, like it was really hard to eat. So it was pretty worth it in my opinion. I was full for the rest of the day. 
And also, it was a friend's birthday, and I was tipsy. <laughs> Oscar just wanted, just said the twenty dollar burger bit, just so he could tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> he really wanted to say that. He he's been waiting all day to tell us about that burger. But it sounds like he spent twenty dollars or sixteen dollars on this burger, and it was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Never about the burger. No, 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 boy, burger. Um, damn, I don't know what I spend money on. No, that's important. Yeah, that's worth it. Um, yeah. You had a better answer than me. No, I don't. I'm always good with my money. Well, that's I'm a good. very budgeted person. Are you like the father yeah. of the band then? Yes. Yeah. I'm the daddy. You're the res- mm-hmm. you're the responsible one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Someone has to save their money. That's what I'm saying. Now we know who to go to when the equipment needs to be purchased. Actually, yeah, I'm like the I'm like the band's loan shark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's all on my credit, and they gotta pay yeah. me back. I bought like like thirty five hundred dollars worth of gear through his credit oh card. <laughs> so I've like helped him build up his whole like credit and stuff. It's been great. <laughs> so he owes you a thank you for building his credit. <laughs> Listen, man. All I'm gonna say is that if he was ever late, it was gonna go straight to the knees. Okay. Oh man. Straight to the knees. <laughs> like every month when it. W- <laughs> Every month, the day before the bill was due, he'd be like, where, like, <laughs> like hey, yo, where's, hey my where's my money? Like, <laughs> really, as soon as I get the notification, as soon as I get the notification that Sweetwater is charging me or is asking me mm-hmm. for the money, that's when I text him. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I need my money. money. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your Sweetwater rep? Do you know his name? Uh, Dan Vranick. Okay. He's such a nice guy. He calls me every time. Does he have a stutter? And I can be like, no, he oh, okay. he knows exactly what he's gonna say before he calls. <laughs> no, I used to have Wayne, and Wayne. then Wayne moved to a different position, and so it's a new guy. But he's got—he's very, very, very nice. But he's got a stutter, and I don't know his name, so that's why I was asking if he had a stutter. Yeah, he will say this is about to turn into sour water if you don't give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're doing this thing where. We might have Oscar, like, tell jokes to fill in time. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you could see how that would work with oh, that, in, like, a real-life setting. <laughs> we just want to make the, the moment so awkward that they want to listen to our music. You know what I mean? We just want to make the moment so oh, awkward my- that they want to listen to our music. Oh, my God. We just want to make the moment so awkward. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god. I really need more alcohol. Okay. More awkward than watching American Pie with your parents. Oh god, that that would be awkward. (laughs) Thank you. That's great. Okay. So what celebrity annoys you guys the most? Jared Leto! I hate Jared Leto. Wait, what I know is Are you is he serious about this whole Jared Leto thing? Does he know about my infatuation with Jared Leto? What if I yeah. wanted to break? Listen, man, he just shouldn't act. 
You can do music, you just shouldn't act. It's quite obvious you did not see my so-called life, okay? If you think I'll he can't it. act. I thought, I, thought, I thought he was really good in uh, Dallas Buyers Club. He was great. Good movie. I heard uh, he Morbius was awful. I did not see yeah, that, but actually, actually I have Morbius. been obsessed with him since I was 16 years old. Mm. I saw them open for Linkin Park. He was dressed I in a saw them open. I, I'm going to show you guys a picture, but I saw yeah, him open came for like, um, Priest Gown. Yeah. Yeah. Muse. Very funny. I think oh, it was Muse. Muse is cool. Yeah, but hold on. I got to show you guys something. Because he looked right at me. Oh, yeah. You know, my, my favorite album from his is when he would uh, go on like a deserted island with his cult. I love Okay, yeah, no. That. We can't talk about the cult, okay? Because that's kind of like really, I can't. But can you see yes. when he looked right at me? Do you see? Yeah, yeah. He was, see his feet. eyes? He that's looked awesome. into my eyes there, yes. That's awesome. Yes, that was the yeah. best moment of my whole entire life. What the heck, Aunt? <laughs> so, okay, so Aunt hates your think. I think the, the main thing that annoys me in this world. Uh-huh. Yes. Is, um, man, I don't know, man. I just, I just, oh, uh, so should I aim it at a celebrity? Yeah, it's a celebrity. I, honestly, yeah. I just, I just don't like, uh, I don't, I don't like the media. I think that's the most annoying thing. Like, no, I'm like, with not, you on like, that. not, not this kind of media where, like, you know, it's like, you know, you're getting to know the people. I just don't like it when people, like, like, write a lot of stuff out of context. That's what I don't like. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. My, see, my husband's so good. He heard me say I need alcohol. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He didn't get you a bush. He got you a Bud Light. No, we're not nope. in the '80s anymore. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Go up, I don't. I don't like Machine Gun Kelly, and I. I really don't. I'm with you on that. One hundred percent. I hate going on Twitter and seeing stuff about him and him like pretending to play his guitar on stage. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, I I just don't like that guy. I'm, I feel like I am totally I think on board. I don't like that. Guy. <laughs> yeah, him and his fiance. I feel like Megan Fox is fine, but you know. No, yeah. I I just don't see it. I say it like I this has come up more than once on my podcast. I don't get it. I just don't get it. No, no. Do you guys are you obsessed with her? Not a, I'm not obsessed. Yeah, when we were younger. She was in Transformers. That transformed my life. And when she was in Jennifer's body, yeah, I should. That's have what everybody. Everybody says you have that to happened. see her in that movie. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have watched that movie. See, I think that's Why? the advice I would give to my younger self: don't, don't watch uh, Jennifer's body. Yeah. I don't, I just don't get it. My celebrity, the celebrity that I don't like, I don't know. I'm such a non-celebrity person. Yeah. The moment I hear about a celebrity beyond, like, the art that create they create, mm -hmm. I automatically, like, just don't like it. Like, I don't need to know about their life. I don't need to know. Everything about Jared Leto, I don't need to know about it. You know? Machine Gun Kelly. I don't need to anything, know anything like, about him either. I just need to look at him. Yeah. Like, dude, like, all the stuff with, like, Will Smith. Don't need to know anybody, and I don't. I don't need to know anything beyond the Fresh Prince and Independence Day. Okay, 
That's it. <laughs> so, all right. So who's your favorite then? Yeah. Well, who is your celebrity crush then? Oh, oh, crush? oh crush. Yeah. Oh, wait. You got an answer? I don't have an answer. I have an answer. I think I think a young David Beckham really yeah really just does something for me that okay. I think that that's nobody, like the whole nobody's ever been the, able to spark inside my heart. Yes, okay. And um <laughs> I love I love that man, a 22-year-old David Beckham. Yeah. You just have to look at like his son. If I would have yeah. met him right now, it's like yeah, that's great. Are um, you into soccer I, though? I, yeah, I love football. Are you? My husband's a huge yes. soccer fan. So, um, but he watches the Premier League. Okay, what is? What do you watch Premier? Like? Tottenham. Yeah, I watch the Prem. Oh, he likes Tottenham. It's <laughs> his whole entire um, attire. That's it. Huh? I will. Huh? I will tell you. We were at Japan Inn, and he was wearing his um, Tottenham jersey. And some kid, okay. like about fourteen years old, comes up and says something. Um, to him and I didn't know what it was but then all of a sudden my husband he's super quiet he's standing up in the middle of Japan and screaming where's Sanchez now where's I'm like what's happening here apparently he was fighting with this like 14 15 year old child about a soccer player because they said something about the Tottenham Spurs see that's a very that's a very rough road your husband's on yeah, with the Tonham, no, he's a diehard. Oh, he's gonna die. Hard he he goes into he he goes he he's a part of the fan club. They have okay. like a local fan club here that that go and cool. they watch. I think he's going on Sunday morning at nine a.m. to watch a Spurs game. At yeah, this. the games are super early. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Um, in the prem, <laughs> I like. Um, I'm a Barcelona fan, but in the prem, okay. I like. Uh. I like. Mm, you can't say like Manchester because everybody of likes Manchester. Ah, uh, then I can't say. You know, can I say Arsenal? Oh, Arsenal so. and Tottenham. See. See. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll say that. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right. I think. Uh, I think my celebrity crush is uh, is Brad Pitt. Oh God. Uh, he's like the peak Sigma male, in my opinion. So you don't feel uh, like, like he... Um, I don't know if you watched... Did you watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, because I avoid every Brad Pitt movie. What? Because I feel like the only good roles he's ever played is in The Fight Club and Legends of the Fall. Mm-hmm. And every other role, he is the same exact character what, what in every Moneyball? single... What I don't think Moneyball? I've even seen it. I hear... You like, haven't seen Moneyball? I hear Brad Pitt's in the movie and I'm like, eh. I'm not going. I'm not watching. I mean, it. I don't know. I think, I'm not I think watching it for free. Nope. He's always he's always like in his own path towards. Uh, but I will say, he's on, I will yeah. say he's a super cool guy. I just think he's an awful actor. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's a pretty good actor, but um, but I like I like his uh, I like his attitude. Yeah, I like his sigma sigma male. He's very like on his own path in every movie, and I like that. You know. Like no. actually, he's great in *Inglorious Bastards*. He was. I I will give it that. Yeah, I will give that to him. A river dirty. But <laughs> he's just not one of my favorites. <laughs> um, 
for me, mm-hmm. uh, I got two. I think. Okay. Uh, Harry Styles, like yeah, obviously after One Direction. Uh huh. There with you. I'm yeah, there. all of his Super solo sexy. stuff is really cool, and he's very like unapologetically himself. Yeah. Yep. Gotta uh, love that about him. Yeah. Uh. And Frank Ocean. Oh, who is that? That's that guy. That's old what? school. Old school. Frank Ocean. What? Oh my god. Oh god, I lost Aunt. Aunt hates me now. Oh shit. It's okay. This is payback from the for the Jared Leto thing, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Um Yeah, go listen to Frank Ocean, please. He's is he old school? Literally. Or? No, he's not no, old school. No, he looks he's, pretty. He's... Is this him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Literally any any of his albums, you can just press play and and it'll be really really good. Like just what type of shuffle. stuff it's, does it's a really he good play? One. Is it like soul? Yeah, I mean, like, it... like mm, yeah, it's like R and B, neo R and B, like very modern uh, type stuff. He's his influence is like Mary J Blige and Brandy mm. and stuff like how I said I before. love Mary J Blige. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, he has some poppy stuff too. But literally, like. If if you're gonna go on one album, I guess Channel Orange is very safe. It's a very good album front to back. Like even the skits are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you're looking for deep cuts, though, the Acura Integra one that I don't think I'm pronouncing it right, but that one is like si- thank you, thank you. Uh, it's literally like sixty something songs. Of, it's like it's like a mixtape. They're deep cuts, but they are fantastic songs. Um, there's one song on there that I'm super obsessed with called Blasted. Okay. It's a really good one. But um yeah, Channel Orange, very good one. You need to go listen to that. Thank I will. I, I will. love him. I love him a lot. I will. I will definitely listen to it. Okay. Now I have some new music to look at between the um what the the death fetus? What is it? What kind Dying of fetus? fetus and Dying fetus. <laughs> Lots of new music. <laughs> okay. So, do you all have significant others? Who's single here? Pablo is single. Okay. We are all in relationships other yes. than Pablo. He's in a relationship with his guitar. It's very, okay. it's very new. So, I just announced it right here on the podcast. <laughs> it's crazy. Do you have Do you have any idea how many of my gay friends want to go with you? <sighs> How many? A lot of them. Uh, That's nice. I can't. I can't with you guys. I just can't. Okay, so let's just move on. Oh, God. You just had a... I will have to shout my girlfriend out. You just had a podcast with her. Yes, I was going to ask who was the boyfriend of... Yes. It's um, me. Glass Orange. Orange Glass. Glass Orange. It's you. Yeah. It's me. Yes. Yes. Lucky guy. She's very nice. Yep. Beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her. Aww. Everybody go check her out. All right. Yes. So if you were able to have dinner with three celebrities in the past or the present, <laughs> who would they be? I already, I already know. And why? All right. <clears throat> Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. That's a good it'd one. Get, it'd get real dark, real fast, real crazy. Then you balance it out with some Snoop Dogg, right? (laughs) God, that's quite a dinner. Very cool, right? Mm -hmm. And then just like 
throw a little bit of Seth Rogen in there. Oh my and then god! You have a nice time. You have a nice little. Yeah, party. you would. You would have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little time. Um, I think maybe just a a very romantic candlelight one on one dinner with Flea would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. You could talk about like anything forever. Yes. Is Flea your He's inspiration? Very... Um, like your base, like icon, like. He goes by Ant. Like, like, it's kind of stereotypical. <laughs> As a bass player, I think it, it happens to a lot of bass players where uh, you you start learning bass and a Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, really sticks out because of all mm-hmm. the bass parts. Yeah. And then once you think that you're, like, once you play bass for a little bit, you feel, like, too cool mm-hmm. for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But Especially you when you play into, a fat bass. That's all I play, ma'am. I know. I know. And then you get back into Red Hot Chili Peppers, and and you realize how uh, how in tune he is with his instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's very. I don't know. Like his instrument is definitely like a like another brain on him. He definitely speaks um, through the instrument, and you can hear it in the music a lot as well. Yeah. Um, also, did you know that Flea's the voice actor for Donnie Thornberry? I don't know who that is. It's a Nickelodeon show. Okay. So I did not know that, but after your impersonation, I can 100% see it. Yes. (laughs) I think uh, I would have, I think I would have a dinner with, (laughs) with the best like authors of our generation, kind of like what Paulo did. So Mm -hmm. I would, I would probably have a dinner with uh, William Shakespeare. Okay. Young Lean. And, um, what? And, um, and, uh, and, and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, that, that would be very interesting. He's got COVID right now. Did you hear? I hope he survives. Oh my God. Well, uh... Are we surprised? Who went into yeah. my room and stole <laughs> my? I, I'll be surprised if like COVID is what gets him after everything. Yeah. Could you after imagine everything, everything that guy's done, and that's what yeah, takes him down? Be it'd, be like, it'd be like if COVID got uh, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. Right? <laughs> For yeah, real? That it's guy, crazy. Yeah, that guy quit coke like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. And when he was yeah. like sixty-five, <laughs> it's crazy, man. These rock stars. God, I haven't thought about my answer at all. Um, I haven't. He's still blown away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking about that. I did not know that about Flea. Oh wait, I'm not even in the camera. Come on. Um, I don't know. Um. Maybe Jay Z, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's, he can give me some some nice business business tips. You know, true. He is a good businessman. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah I gotta buy art. You know. <laughs> um. No, I think I would actually sit down with one of my favorite artists is Kendrick Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Just to be able He's to pick his, one, yeah. he made like one of my favorite albums of all time, and just to be able to pick his brain 
out of everything that happened in that album that I still don't understand, even though I've listened to it like five, <laughs> a million times already. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about, which brings us back to like what started this whole thing. Like, I think everybody can interpret a song any way they want to interpret. They can make it up in their head. Like, oh, that song's definitely about this. And it's absolutely nothing to do with what you think it is. So it's interesting you say that because that's like song interpretation is just crazy. Like it could be a love story and you could, you could listen to it and you could think it's about like suicide, you know? That's literally one of my favorite things about music. And Mm -hmm. it's just the, the way that you can, that I can listen to a song and be like, this relates to my life in this way. And then I can ask Anthony like, Hey, what do you think the songs means? And it means something completely different to him. And I kind of like that. Um, like that's something I want to bring into our music that it's just like such like raw feeling that it could relate to any other person in their life in one way or another. Yeah. And that's like part of the reason why I like, I, I don't like paying attention to the lyrics a lot because I feel like, or like, I don't like asking bands, like, what does this song mean? Because then it kind of takes away from my personal meaning to it. Right. From Kendrick for me is different because I like, it's so, I know it's so personal to him and he's speaking about like all these concepts and it's just mm-hmm. like, I want to know exactly like what he means by this. Right. But in the same aspect, like some of his songs like have nothing to do with my life or anything I've been through, but I can still put it within things of that I've been, that I've been through and like relate to. Right. I don't know if that no, makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense to me. But yeah. yeah Did you have another person you were going to bring to dinner? My own... What happened? Did you have another person you were going to bring to dinner? No. No? Just just, me and just... him. Romantic food. Some oh, wine. Lord. You know. All right. <laughs> so listen, we're going to go to rapid fire. Oh, Jesus. Okay. It's going to be quick. Okay. And since you have one microphone, I guess I'll just like, you could just pass the mic. I'll just do one question for each of you. I wish okay. I had like a button. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Whenever you're ready. We'll I think I'm ready. Improv. Oh my God. Ready. I did this. Oh my God. I did this again. Okay. It happens. Oh I did this with my daughter too. Sleep or take a nap? Sleep in or take a nap? Take a nap. I'm always a fan of being productive, and if you can power nap 20 minutes, that way you feel good for the rest of your day, I'm, yep. I'm so down. Yeah. Sleep in. I've done it since I was little. It's <laughs> great. I'm with you on that. Sleep in. I never get more than six hours. <laughs> never sleep. Oh, God. Okay. What do you impulse? You never sleep? Eh. Never sleep. Oh God! <laughs> sleep, sleep is the cousin of death. I can't sleep see, and you guys God. wonder why I can't take you seriously. Why I don't trust you? Okay, you wonder. This is the exact reason why. <laughs> okay, what is the one thing you impulse buy the most? Uh, clothes. Fire ant. Can't have more clothes. Uh, gem stuff or food food like oh my god <laughs> mcdonald's yeah. yeah what is your favorite More fast food by the way this is not to- this is totally not rapid fire but just out of curiosity 
double quarter pounder from McDonald's with cheese and a caramel frap. I literally just had that before I got here. It's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so when I went on on tour with Bloom Dream, we went to a lot of Steak and Shake. Okay. And I feel like I really, re- I used to be, a, I used to be a huge Shekers guy because I love the fry lover. Mm. But yeah, Steak and Shake because they literally have the best shakes ever. And then if you get two burgers from them and a shake, you'll be good for like sixteen hours. So. <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, uh, we don't have a lot of cool fast food here in Miami. However. Taco Bell is always safe, man. I love Taco uh, Bell. Have you ever had the Cinnabon? It's not nuts? safe, and oh! Taco Bell is not safe. <laughs> I'm done with you. No one can okay. that we live, microphone. We live again. in America. We live in America, and we have um, microplastics inside of us. Okay. I think we all need to hear Pablo's uh, fast food of choice. I don't. I don't really eat fast food often, uh-huh. but let me put you on something though. Okay. Why spend six, seven, eight dollars on 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 fast food when you can take yourself to the nearest Publix mm-hmm. and get yourself a rotisserie chicken for a fraction of the price, and just go to town on that rotisserie chicken all by yourself in your car right before work. Just think about speaking, that. Speaking from experience, it sounds Just like something you've done. Rotisserie chicken, Oscar. Rotisserie chicken. Oh my god! All the time. I can't. It's changed my life. It, the rotisserie, the rotisserie chicken life. It's just. So it's changed where everything. is it that you work? That you suck this chicken down in the car outside? Oh my so I um, I work at an ice cream store. Oh. So. So you're yeah, ready for dessert when store. you're done. Oh, see, the reason I eat the whole chicken is so I won't eat dessert. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that really wouldn't there matter to me. I'd still find a way to deal with the dessert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Who do you text the most? Who do I text the most? My girlfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. The only person I text besides you guys. And you guys don't respond for like... Five hours. Yeah, number two is guys. Anthony. Yeah. yeah. But number one is, is my girlfriend. Okay. Pablo's was his girlfriend before they broke up. <laughs> so so to elaborate on that, he is right. <laughs> um, and that was just like the, these guys. And then, and then my, my boss. And that's it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely my girl definitely uh yes. Uh definitely my girlfriend or, or my coach. One of the two. Okay, hold on. Your coach for what? Or, uh, oh. Okay. Oh uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, for, Ian. <laughs> uh for powerlifting. Is that the whole <laughs> No 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 that that's oh. weightlifting. Oh. Now, powerlifting, you just do you do one squat, you do one bench, okay. and you do one deadlift. Yeah, but standing, and then you end up something like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 oh. that's way, no, that's weightlifting. That's what they do at the Olympics. We don't go to the yeah. Olympics. Yeah, oh, because... that's what it is. 
Yeah, okay. yeah, we don't go to the Olympics because um, we're too violent for the Olympics, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, back to you, Aunt. My girlfriend or my boyfriend? Oh, God. Someone take the microphone from him, please. No. <laughs> Aunt, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. What song makes you happy? I don't know what happened to the microphone. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, songs with a lot of screaming. Right now, it's Relay by Trauma Ray. That song makes me euphoric okay. i like uh i like very like vibey spaced out songs like frantic disembowelment by cannibal corpse uh, but uh, uh but uh, my actual answer would be like son of nothing by between the buried and me because it has a lot of sections and like it's 13 minutes long so i can just drive and listen to it yes any any <laughs> Anything off the uh, Space and Time album from Turnstile makes me... You mean Generator? Well, Time and Space. That album? That album is called Generator. One second. Pull out the phone. Pull out the phone. phone. One second. We're going to go to the bottom of this. Stop saying that word. Time and Space. <laughs> Time in space. Ah, big fan. Yeah. So any any song off that album is really just gets my day going. Very very a beat. Okay. Yeah. Before each is rotisserie chicken. And after. <laughs> and after. <laughs> um, I think my favorite song. It's a song I always have to stop and like uh, enjoy. Is plus uh-huh. still in Temple Pilots, you know? Yeah, that's and a good I one. Yeah, you know, nah. This is a song called Plush. <laughs> yeah, that's not, dude. You sound exactly like him. You know that? I think Scott Whelan is in the room with us right now, dude. <laughs> We had someone else in the room with us earlier, didn't we? Who was it? Yeah, someone that was um, dead. I forgot who. Yeah. No. Do you guys have any music videos out? Did you put any videos out? We have a live session that we spent right. a lot of money on. Oh, it would be okay. really cool if people checked it out. Okay. It's basically our EP, and it's us okay. playing it live. And it's uh, we did it at Sound Artillery Studios. Um, the man, Jonathan Nunez, recorded, mixed, and mastered all of us, and he made nice. us sound like better musicians than we are. Um, I doubt on that. YouTube, if you look up the old dudes, no, don't doubt, because that man, no. he's, so good. he's so good. Yeah, he's so good. Anyways, but yeah, if you look up the old youth wide shut live at Sound Artillery, you can find it, and you can watch it. Okay. All right. All right, so... If you guys had one message to let your fans and followers know, what would it be? Oh, boy, I'm scared. Keep it safe. 
No, it's a real answer. Yeah, keep it okay. alive and keep it safe. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, just keep the blood flowing, but keep it like, you know, like just be cool. Don't be a weirdo mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. There's a lot of weirdos out there. There really is. Yeah. Yeah, like kind of like what Ann said, uh, to keep the scene safe. Um, and then, uh, you know, just promote uh, good energy among your fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I think being competitive is not that bad. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, keep the scene safe, friendly, everybody love each other. And um, we're coming out with stuff sometime. Please be patient. You are know? you working on it now? Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We like before we turned the camera on and we put our clothes on, we were recording music. I can't. You guys. <laughs> I just. <laughs> um, I'm done. So yeah. Uh, we're going to put out more stuff and it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. A great time. I have nothing else to say. That's it. <laughs> That was good. There's nothing that I can say that could, you know, amount to anything else. Oh, God. (laughs) I do, though, have something to say about what you guys said. Do you guys, like, I feel like um, when you were saying, like, support each other and everything, I kind of feel like local scene does do that. Do you feel that way yourself being in a band in the local scene? Do you feel that way? I feel that there's a lot, there is a lot of support. Um, at the same time, there's a lot of people that are maybe like, I don't know, or sometimes are a little bit too competitive or too in their own zone. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just like not being homies in the scene or like, they're, I they're get kind that. Of yeah. A little bit too seriously in a way to mm-hmm. where it's like, Hey man, it costs nothing to support somebody else. It costs yeah. nothing to be cool, but they yeah. are choosing to be, um, uh, what is the word like? I guess like clout hungry or like mm-hmm. I don't know. They're looking to have that attention and mm-hmm. just pushing other people away from it, just so that they can yeah. the spotlight. I get you that. I, mean? I I I could totally see that. Uh, yeah, I feel like um, a lot of bands yeah do support each other, especially if you're like on the same level. Yeah. Um, I feel like once you start kind of getting or from what like from what I see, like once you start getting more and more like fans or followers or whatever, like certain bands tend to like stick together mm-hmm. and kind of like, it seems like they're just like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like helping each other a lot sort mm-hmm. of thing, which is cool, which is great. Um, it would just be cool if it was like more inclusive of like yeah. everybody, like if everybody was just doing that, you get me? Yeah. Like, yeah. But if it was like, it, there's like a handful of bands or kind of like, you know, doing that, and it's the same show. If sometimes you know, it feels like it's the same, like a couple of bands playing the same shows. Yeah. Where like everybody's making such great music, it'd be cool for like you know everybody to have sort of like the same chance, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I would say yeah. The main thing too is just you know supporting the venues that actually like give back to yeah. the bands. Um, and, you know, just advocating for them and then, you know, seeing how, how you can Because, uh, for instance, like uh, Lewis, uh, his name is, he, like, he likes everyone to call him laced and sober, but uh, but I'm not going to call him that. 
Um, <laughs> and and he's, he's been helping out a lot, especially with the people from the Boombox to uh-huh. set up those satellite shows and things like that. You know, kind of like trying to take back that DIY feel that, you know, that got taken away when the Boombox had to shut down right. and then when the Hotbox got shut down, like, forcibly. So, yeah, I think that's very important. And, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's just very hard to, like, have a very, like, like, I guess as a community, like a supportive mindset in Miami, because I feel like in Miami society is very like fast paced. Yeah. And it's always about like, Oh, like I, you know, like I feel like there's always some sort of like an anxiety inducing feeling of like, Oh, like maybe I'm not doing enough. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe I am. Or like, you know, like who's gonna, who's gonna help us out with this or with that. Like, I feel like in Miami, you can never be too sure when you send like a first DM to someone, if they're going to want to help you or if they're going to just, you know, not do anything so yeah 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 i get that i just want to say shout out to all the homies that's all i gotta say yes okay um i'm sorry you guys but i totally forgot to ask you this very important question that i was wondering the whole time um all day today where did you come up with your name We went through so many names when we were trying to think of it. And um, it was at this point where, like, I was only coming up with names and nobody else was. And they were all shitting on me for all the dumb names that I came up with. <laughs> and you came up with some names. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I was like, the, I was the one actively, like, being like, okay, <laughs> okay let's do, right, let's right, try right. this, let's try this, right. let's try this. This looks cool. I don't know. And then, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, the old dogs now. Um, and then I, I kind of um, took inspiration by this one video I saw um, from Cody Co. of him basically just blasting uh, this like merch brand called the New Youth. And I'm like, what about the old youth? And then the the rest of the group chat was like, that sounds cool. Let's do it. You know? Yeah, I guess. But yeah. Okay. Totally opposite of what I thought, but okay. Not even opposite. Not even close to what I thought is what I should say. Not even close. What did you think? I want to hear from you. What did you think? So I was trying to think in my head what it was. And I didn't know how old you guys were. Well, I knew Aunt, but I didn't know. So I was thinking it was like you guys saying that you're just older guys that are still young. The old youth. We're younger guys that are old. This Feel is true. Old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of took on a meaning after we made it the band name. Yeah. 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 No, it's a good one. It's it's a it's a catchy tune. It's a catchy name. So that's that's good. All right. So listen, we have stuff that you're working on. Actually, immediate like right before you got on the camera with me, you were working on it. Um, you've got um. Well, we got to go out and support Ant and his other band on May 7th. Um, what else you guys got going on in the future? What are your future goals? Going- um, we're just working on, yeah, we're just working on our EP. Our, yeah, the next EP. But mm-hmm. we do have a show May 12th at Las Rosas. Oh, that's um, a good venue, band, yes. Yeah, the, there's a band called Cowards and Thieves. They have their okay. EP release show. It's uh, Thursday, May 12th, 
Okay. And we are supporting them. And also on the same day, there's another band called Graves that has their record release that we are also that Bloom Dream is playing. And so we are gonna go nice. be going back and forth between those two shows. Okay, awesome. And supporting everybody. Yeah, that's what it's about. I'm playing I'm playing uh, twice that day and thankfully the times don't seem like they're gonna conflict. But yeah, like good thing it's just seven minutes drive from each venue to each venue, so Oh, it's two it different venues. Okay. Uh, yeah, it should okay. be okay, right? Nice. Okay. That's a busy day. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any merch out or anything? People can buy? This could be the exclusive. Uh, well, it'll probably be out before this like launches, right? I don't know when this is going to be released. I have to look at my calendar. Okay. Well... It'll probably already be announced because I feel like announcing it like next week, maybe. Um, okay. We do have new merch line coming up for the EP since we're playing a really cool show. We're just going to okay. drop it then. It's really okay, cool, awesome. like reverse tie-dye spiral type stuff. It's cool. Oh, I love that. And and we're already working on new new merch. So, oh wow! Yeah, uh, everybody better look out because it's about to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you guys. You're so fun. You really are. Thank you. I had you. so much fun. I really did. All right. So, anything else you Actually, want to say? We're gonna release. We're gonna oh. release uh, the old youth uh, socks and underwear pair. And then we actually also have couple, couple underwear pairs. So it's like if you want to match with your gal or your guy. I can't. I can't. I just. I'm. Yes. <laughs> That's one of those that you you can't trust. No, I none of you, none of you. Underwear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As soon as he started up his mouth, I knew. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what makes you so fun. So. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime you see Oscar reach for a microphone, is is dangerous territory. Now, every time you see him do that, (laughs) immediately, either way. Yeah, so funny. All right, so I think I'm done with my questions. Is there anything you want to say, or you guys? Please uh, listen to our music stream Definitely. on EP that we worked really hard on. No, it's um, awesome. It's, it really is a, a great EP. I can vouch for oh, it. It really you. is incredible. Can I it ask really you what's is. your favorite song? Yes, I already told you. Oh, Livid. Livid. That's right. Yeah, Livid. I'm Livid. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, please stream our music. Uh, watch our live session. We put a lot of work, blood, sweat, yeah. and other bodily fluids into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Stage Mom. Love you. No, thank you. Thank you so much. I saved you from that one. He was about to grab the mic. <laughs> right, for real. Thank you, Aunt. But I don't know if I can trust you. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> thank you for having us on. Uh, it no, thank was you. Very nice talking to you. The time really got away. Very nice. Yes. Yes. No, you guys are oh. such great guys. I really enjoyed it. I really, really did. We're just some dudes. Yeah, yeah and I'll We're see you next week, dude. though. I'll get to meet you in person next week, yes. which is nice. Yes. Finally. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. So um, thank you I'll so let you much. Guys get- back to your friday night and um yeah 
it was really nice. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. It's been a while. It's uh, over two hours. So um, it was great, though. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Thank you. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, See guys. See you soon. So... Thank you. All right. Bye. We're going to write music now. Yes, go. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay.